The following content previously aired on Green Mountain Mornings. You can listen to the show live with me, your host, Olga Peters, every weekday from 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. on 100.3 FM and AM 1490. Welcome back to Green Mountain Mornings on 100.3 FM, AM 1490. I am your host, Olga Peters. It's 19 minutes past the top of the hour and... I have on the phone with me a rather sleepy, understandably sleepy, Ellen Ratner from Talk Media News. Thanks for coming on the show today, Ellen. Thank you very much. Uh, but it was a long night, to say the least. <laughs> I, think, I think every reporter is dragging a little bit this morning in the country. Well, absolutely, uh, for sure. Uh, we do know that uh, there have been a couple of Senate races, although... Uh, the uh, Republicans did keep the Senate uh, that are still too close to call. And one of them is the Arizona Senate race uh, with Martha McSally and uh, the Democrat, uh, Kristen Sinema. Uh, so that was very interesting. And also the Montana Senate race uh, with John Tester and Mark Rosendale. John Tester, who's the current senator, uh, too close to call. Now, depending on how these two close-to-call races go, well, it's not close enough to shift the power in the Senate, though. No, the Senate is definitely in Republican hands, uh, and the question is how many more seats they could get if they got any, uh, and so that's very, very interesting. Also, what we really know that I think is fascinating is that there is still a race between uh, Ruta and Dana Rohrbacker to be called. However, it looks like Rohrbacker is going to win big time. Okay. Uh, even though he's under indictment. Go figure. <laughs> hey, uh, way back in Vermont history, we one of our um, representatives to Congress, this is in the 1700s, served his term from jail. So there you go. Well, that there. What are you going to say, right? <laughs> People will vote who they want to vote. That's right, and they'll vote for who they want to vote for, and that's what we've seen uh, last night. Uh, but we also know that uh, healthcare was a very, very big issue, as was women candidates. Yes, uh, I was on a call at 9 p.m. last night by Run for Something, which is a women's group, and they were talking about how many women were actually doing very well. We also know that uh, two women who were Muslims got elected last night. Yes. So women's votes are obviously very, very important. Well, and I think it's really telling that a lot of uh, women voters drove the Democratic uh, candidates that won. You know, it was their votes more than men tended to vote Republican in this. Right. Well, that's right. And, again, I think we're going to have to see what happens, uh, particularly because health care has been a major issue in the pre-existing conditions. Mm -hmm. And that's what the Democrats ran under, and they did very well with it. Now, um, the Dems have taken control of the House. That's correct. What do you think this will mean in the new congressional session? Well, it's hard to know, again, whether, first of all, the president, because he controls the Senate, will get all of his appointees, all of his federal judges. That is going to happen hands down. They've actually picked up some seats in the Senate so that they can afford to lose one or two people. So they couldn't afford to lose before, but now they can't. Hmm. So that is going to happen in the Senate. Okay. Uh, and... What we don't know is 
uh, a lot of legislation has to happen in both places. The other thing is, is there is, of course, uh, a huge movement to impeach the president on the House. I don't think that that is going to happen. Mm -hmm. uh, I do think that what is going to happen in terms of the president is that uh, recently or in the last couple of years, the Republicans passed a rule that they did not have to consult with the Democrats before they issued a subpoena. Well, now the question is, since they, the Democrats are saying, fine, hey, you made the rule, we're not going to consult with you about subpoenas, <laughs> and they can subpoena the president's tax records, et cetera. It should be very interesting. Yes, yes, and I, I think I've seen data on the number of investigations that members of the House have kind of already lined up um, that they hope to kind of launch if, if the opportunity arises. Right. Now, one so we'll thing, see what happens. One thing I have on my mind this morning, Ellen, is the issue of incumbents. And that's because in Vermont, we have a, a pension for reelecting incumbents over and over and over again. And I think that's one of the things that played into the reelection of Phil Scott last night as governor. What are you seeing? Did incumbents do well in this midterm? Well, I think that a lot of incumbents lost their seat, and I think that we have to look at, uh, is there a view in it with people of throw the bums out? Mm -hmm. And uh, that's what I think is really going on, actually. Okay. Uh, that, you know, a lot of incumbents are, are losing. We do know that Claire McCaskill lost, for instance. Uh, we do know that Heidi Heitkamp lost. Uh, and... Uh, Look, Heidi Heitkamp was from a very red state, but we do know that Claire McCaskill was not so much from a red state, but she's not the easiest person in the world to get along with and very arrogant. Ah, uh, oh, that's interesting. And, you know, when you're getting arrogant with people, you might be able to win once or twice, but you're not going to be able to win too many times after that. Right. Yeah, people, people get turned off by... Um... <laughs> by arrogance, definitely. Um, now, the other thing we, we saw in this midterm was record turnout. Um, what did that say to you? But I mean, I, I was very proud well, of all the voters. What it says to me is that the one thing you have to support President Trump for, and I do, is that he managed to put such emphasis on the midterms that uh, he actually got people out to vote. Congratulations. Yeah, well done. I I hope um, this continues. I hope this isn't a one-off of, of record turnouts. Well, we'll see what happens, obviously. Um, but uh, the, the fact is, is that there was record turnout, and even in areas like, uh, like Warbacher's area, mm -hmm. there was a lot of turnout. Were there any results in this midterm that surprised you? Um, well, I was actually surprised that Claire McCaskill lost by as much as she did. Okay. Um, because I think, look, uh, you know, we, we knew her seat was up for it. We knew she was arrogant, but she still lost by a lot. And I think also I'm surprised that we still don't have some results back. Yeah. Do you think that is in part because town clerks received way more ballots than they expected? Kind of well, I think that's the case. I think that uh, what we do know is that absentee ballots, I mean, there's something like a million absentee ballots in 
uh, in Arizona. I mean, that's a lot of ballots. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Right? So, yeah. So there you have it. I mean, we just don't know. Uh, and we do know, for instance, that Rohrbecker, uh, who uh, was supposedly out of touch with his voters, uh, and uh, they basically are saying that Rohrbecker is, you know, he's been indicted, and he still won. Yeah. <laughs> what are Crazy. You- what are your thoughts? Quick, we have a couple minutes before I have to let you go. You know, one thing I, I always hear at elections is the issue around gerrymandering. Um, well, we do know that there has certainly was some gerrymandering and that that was not very pretty. Um, we do know that the Supreme Court actually, in some races, said that they had to go back to the original lines uh, or not at all. Uh, and so we do know that, that obviously the governor's races in some of these states was very important because of the gerrymandering issue. Mm-hmm. And so as we look forward into the new Congress, what do you think people still need to keep in mind about um, the, the, the new Congress? Well, I think states? what people need to keep in mind is that with the issue of incumbency, that Look, we're going to have a big race in 220. Uh, we didn't think it was going to happen that fast, but it clearly is. And uh, what we're going to do um, is that uh, is that we're going to have to find a way to make sure that in 2020 uh, that the midterms are paid attention to, that these midterms are paid attention to, and then, of course, in 2020, it's it's not midterms, but uh, they're there there they have, you know mm-hmm. they have what what could be won. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, Ellen, so there you have it. Thank you so much for for this roundup of the midterms, and I hope you have a chance to get a nap in later today. I do too. Actually, <laughs> thank you. Take care. I'll talk to you next week. That's Ellen Ratner from Talk Media News. It's now time for Natalie Knowles with her local news. I will return with Josh Davis from Groundworks Collaborative. The preceding content originally aired on Green Mountain Mornings. The program airs every weekday from 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. on 100.3 FM and AM 1490. More podcasts are available on our SoundCloud page, WKVT Radio.